Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. So I went from 255 down to 190, then back up to 240. And basically, you said, if I didn't lose the weight, you're kicking me out. I never said that. Stop. I you're love right. you in spite of your size. In or, spite or of my size. Lack thereof. Whatever size you are, I love you no matter what. In spite of your size, <laughs> I still love you. That's, That's what I just right. heard you Sorry. say. Mm-hmm. No, I love yeah. you no matter what. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm David Trotter, a business growth consultant passionate about helping women and men double your business online, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a serial entrepreneur and former pastor who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me and transformed me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Hey, we are excited to have you. I said we because I have an in-studio guest with me today. Actually, an in-home housemate. AKA my spouse, Laura Trotter. She's on with me if you didn't see on the promo. Why? Because today we're talking about what are we talking about today, babe? Our 75 hard journey. 75 hard. Now, if you don't know about 75 hard, all you have to do is Google 75 hard. You can do it separately or as one word, or just look up on Instagram, hashtag 75 hard. How would you describe 75 hard, Miss Laura Trotter? Hmm. I guess it's a healthy lifestyle uh, journey, but um, just multiply that by 75. Yes, it is intense. Now, 75 Hard is made up by, was made up by uh, Andy Frisella. He has a podcast that has full of expletives. Okay, so if you are not okay with that, don't listen to his podcast. It's pretty intense. Uh, But basically, he describes 75 Hard as a program, not a challenge, that's designed to change your mindset. It's actually more than just a health and wellness uh, approach to life. It is a mindset because it's designed to increase your level of grit and tenacity because the things that he asks you to do over the course of 75 days are really really hard. So today we wanted to uh, commemorate the fact that we we just finished a couple days ago. High five. Woo! Yes. And um, I wanted to walk through the five or six things that he asked us to do and kind of talk back and forth about how that impacted us, what we were thinking, and so forth. Just as a clarification uh, to anybody who follows you on Instagram, I noticed as you were jump roping and celebrating the fact that you were finishing 75 Heart and thanking me as your partner for being with you on the journey as if this was your idea. Stop. I will admit you did invite me to join you on this journey, and so I gladly said yes to the invitation. Yes, and that's only because you're super fit already and have a strong grit-filled mindset. Your mind is filled with lots of grit. I just had to amp it up more. Yeah, you're intense. So um, let's go through these six things. I'll just list them off, and then we'll walk through each one of the six and talk about which what our experience was like and, um, yeah, just which ones were more challenging. So over the course of 75 days, the uh, program that Andy Frisella has laid out is, one, follow a diet, meaning follow a eating protocol, your choice, as long as it's a healthy diet. It's not all fried foods diet, right? It's 
eat something healthy, two 45-minute workouts, one of which has to be outdoors. Uh, He wants you to have no alcohol or cheat meals the entire 75 days, take a progress picture every single day, drink one gallon of water every day, and read 10 pages of nonfiction that's designed to increase the um, your own personal development and so forth. And if you skip one of those six steps, he says you start back over at day number one. So uh, we have these six things. Um, you were already following a diet and exercising before we started 75 Hard. Maybe just tell listeners what you do at 4.45 a.m. every morning. Oh, my goodness. Um, I usually just do weights uh, working out in our backyard, and I might go for a little walk. And I like to do it in the morning because when I get home from work in the afternoons, evening, it's after dinner. It's too late. I'm tired. And so morning works for me. And so I was already doing about a 30 to 40-minute workout every morning. That's pretty intense. You just find a workout online. You don't follow a specific thing. Actually, you have some workouts that are from Isogenics, right? I do. Some friends who, um, it's a fitness coach and does do the Isogenics products. But um, yeah, I have a bunch of workouts and I just save them and kind of run through them as a cycle. And it's been amazing for me. And you've been doing that for how long? Four years now. Four years. Since okay. 2000, August 2016. Slim and trim, you weigh less than when we got married, not that you were like ginormous or anything. But I feel good. I feel like after I hit 40, I needed to uh, do some weight training. Walking wasn't cutting it for me anymore. I needed um, just to feel more fit, and that has definitely helped me. And and just because I use the word ginormous, I want to use a uh, side note here. We all have different size bodies. Some of us are in bigger bodies, a.k.a. me. Uh, and some of us are in smaller bodies, a.k.a. you. Uh, so we all have different bodies. And this isn't about weight loss. This is not about no. the conversation about weight loss. It's about mindset. That really is the first and foremost. The, the thing that Andy is trying to help us develop is a strong mind. And the uh, the side benefit is a healthy body. Mm-hmm. And Very- loving my body, I, honestly. Just like loving who I am and... Uh, I realizing what size that I will never be at or where, where I'm comfortable in my clothes and how I feel. That's important for me. Mm-hmm. So. I love your body. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, uh, and that is a big difference because most programs online are all about either fitness or health or, you know, wellness or that kind of thing. And this is very different. It's, um, it's all about kind of overcoming something hard. He says, man, if you can overcome this, you can overcome almost anything because it's designed to be very, very difficult, especially like no cheat meals, 45 minutes. The whole idea behind two 45-minute workouts is he says, and I'll link in the show notes to the description where he goes through the program on his podcast, um, but it's that you can't have one, one and a half hour workout because he wants it to be challenging for you. How do you actually squeeze in two 45 minute workouts into your already busy day? And we obviously found that that was challenging. Um, tell me about your diet before, and maybe I should just say way of eating prior to this experience. I, when I started uh, four years ago eating healthier, I felt like I just I um, just bumped up the vegetables a lot. I try to eat pretty clean. Um, I do eat meat, um, but I really I, and I have a sweet tooth. But I've been trying to find things that satisfy it without uh, going overboard. But um, like maybe like a little bit of dark chocolate or just something like that. But for the most part, a lot of veggies, um, low carbs, um, and some meat. And candy corn. And candy corn, which is my weakness. And so that's where I had to really have some grit and stop eating candy. And that's where I have to. It's not a vegetable, Laura. It's not. No, candy corn is not. (laughs) God, it is good, though. It's so good. I like the way it burns the back of my throat. (laughs) It's kind of a burny feel. Just like a Diet Dr. Pepper burns the back of your throat. Candy corn (laughs) burns the back of your throat. I like it. I like foods that burn the back of my throat. Um, okay, so pretty much me prior to this, I completely sedentary, did not move more than probably 2,000 steps a day, maybe, because I sit said. at my desk all the time, and food, whatever I wanted. And I, in the uh, end of 2008, we went to New York in the middle of 2008 for summer, and that was what, two years ago? No, 2018. 2018, my apologies, geez. 
look at it. I'm living in the past, 2018. And I was uh, living in a much bigger body and sweating big time, walking all over New York. I was dying. I was 265. 265? Yeah, I was 260. No, 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 no. 255, 255. And I lost over the course of a number of months, 65 pounds, went down to 190, felt amazing. And then I started eating uh, fried chicken again. God, I love fried chicken. I love fried zucchini, fried corn on the cob, fried okra. Okra. Oh, fried okra. Zingers. I was talking to somebody the other day. They're a, a health coach. Uh, she's not a health coach. She's a holistic doctor. And she's like, what are zingers? <laughs> the best thing ever made. <laughs> snowballs. Red coconut zingers, snowballs, all that stuff. Oh, I just love it. Um, so I had gained back 50 of those pounds. So I went from 255 down to 190, then back up to 240. And basically, you said, if I didn't lose the weight, you're kicking me out. I never said that. Stop. I You're love right. you in spite of your size. In or, spite or of my size. Lack thereof. Whatever size you are, I love you no matter what. In spite of your size, <laughs> I still love you. That That's what I just right. heard you Sorry. say. Mm-hmm. No, I love yeah. you no matter what. You've never said anything about my eating habits or my size, ever, not once. I said that to somebody the other day. I know you've been tempted to, um, but you haven't. Uh, and and I never drank any water. I drank Diet Dr. Pepper like water. I drank probably drank about a two liter a day or a six pack or no, 12 pack. But I anyway, that's my that's where I was. Um, and I really didn't read that much because I just wasn't into it. So uh, and I took zero pictures of myself prior to this. Why do I want to take pictures of myself? I'm like, I'm not feeling great. So. All right. Let's talk about these six areas. Enough precursor to all of this. We started July 30, I don't remember what day we started, but July 31st was our last day. Yes. And we started with a couple other people who didn't finish, by the way. Mm. Even the person who introduced me to this, mm-hmm. I don't think she finished. No big deal. No shame, right? You just... It's hard. It is hard. It's really hard. Yes. Okay. Let's go through, um, out of those six, which one was the most difficult one for you? Follow a diet, two 45-minute workouts, no alcohol or cheat meals, take a progress picture, one gallon of water, 10 pages of nonfiction reading. Probably just following the healthy diet and like, well, maybe I guess the no cheat meals. I mean, that's tempting to, you know, the candy corn, I didn't throw it away. It's in the cabinet. It's like, oh, gosh. Should Why I didn't you throw it just away? Just one. I don't know. I need to, honestly. But mm, maybe that wasting. just made it harder in my brain. It was like, okay, I'm not doing it. I had to get strong. Grit. But, you know, just not cheating, not one, not one piece of candy corn, not one bite, nothing. Not even the little, you know, yellow top or any, nothing. So what was your <laughs> diet protocol that you chose to follow on this? Uh, I chose to cut out red meat. That was just something that I felt like would be a, a change. Um, and I'm trying to think what else I, I cut out. Uh, just more veggies. I just, I actually told myself that I was going to buy more leafy green vegetables. So I never really ever bought chard or like collard greens at the store. And I've been making that. So I've stretched myself with more veggies. And I can, I guess that's it. I mean, that was really. Well, plus you gave up the uh, margarita day habit. I don't drink alcohol ever. I've never drank alcohol. (laughs) Okay, so you basically just got even more intense with your diet and you cut out red meat. That was a big deal. Yes. Okay, for me, the most challenging, I would say, was the diet and the exercise. Both, both. Because, I mean, I'm not doing any one of those things. So what I chose to do was cut out uh, fried foods, sweets, bread, pasta, and... I think that was pretty much. Oh, and chips, chips, mm. chips, chips. Yes. Yeah. So and crackers. Yeah, all of that. So I, the only thing I allowed myself to have was some plantains. You know, those little salted chip plantain things. Um, so that was extremely difficult to cut out all of that stuff, and I did it. I did it. You were really good. Yeah. And and because I don't drink alcohol, I said I was going to cut out. Soda. Yes. So now it's been 77 plus days since I've had a Diet Dr. Pepper or any kind of soda. I cut out soda as well. I was having it every so often. I cut it also, and it was great. Yeah. It was really good because I'm not going back. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you going back? No, 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 no. I told somebody today that I don't think I need to go back. I don't, it's, you know, I don't know. I just, 
I don't think I, I don't need it. You know, I've been drinking a, a, over a gallon of, I started counting my amount of water that I drank every day. And then after the first week, I thought, why am I counting this? Because I actually drink more than a gallon of water every day. You're a heavy drinker. I'm a heavy drinker. So whatever you drink, it's going to be a lot of it. So you yeah. you were having no problem satisfying your gallon. I think it's a nervous habit drinking. Mm. Yeah. Which is the same thing as eating, but I guess it's better to drink. And I have found an addiction to Mio, M-I-O. What is that? Like a flavor? It's a water, flavor water, water enhancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zero calories. Mm-hmm. Some have energy. Some have vitamins, whatever. I really like them. We're not sponsored by them, but we'd be happy to. Um, so the diet was challenging, especially going out. Our kids, our daughter kind of started out on this journey with us and she kind of went 75 soft instead of 75 hard toward the (laughs) end, not even soft at all. Uh, so our kids did not like the fact that we were not eating. It's comforting that dad, um, eats the way you used to eat because then, because when they said you're going to start this, they're like, no, oh, this is no fun. They were bummed. Yeah, because we would go out to restaurants, certain restaurants, to eat those things. Right. And so they were disappointed because they were like, oh, now our eating out experiences are going to be boring. Pizza, wings. Um, Pasta, Italian restaurants. Pasta, Italian restaurants. We don't go to any of that stuff anymore. Right. We have very limited choices. Yeah. If we're paying for dinner, we sell them what we're doing. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) We're going to places that have good salads (laughs) and we have good bowls. Yeah. Cava. I don't know if you guys have that, but we like kava, mm-hmm. um, green leaf, which is like a vegetable, you know, place, um, Mexican food place around here that we can get fajitas that has vegetables yeah. and chicken, which is awesome. Baja fish. Baja fish. Don't know if you have that you're where you are either, but it's salads with chicken and, you know, we get chicken at Baja fish. <laughs> anyway, um, that was a very challenging experience. I lost almost immediately 15 pounds, but I found that... Uh, I stopped losing weight because I would like to, I did want to lose some weight in the midst of this, but I was changing my calories. I was still gaining a lot of calories through sunflower seeds and raisins, raisins, banana chips. chips, Yeah. All things that, you know, seem all natural, but have a lot of calories in them. So yeah, I cut out all that other stuff, but it wasn't decreasing my calories. And I'd say probably about a month ago, mm-hmm. I decided, wow, I need to lower, I want to be in a calorie deficit every day in order to lose that weight. And I made that happen. And I ultimately am down to 209 as of today. So I lost over 30 pounds over the last 75 days, which, um, you know, I know that's not the goal, but for me, that was a goal because I wanted to feel better in my body. Mm-hmm. So. You actually lost some weight as well. I did. I lost um, 11 pounds. Um, That's a weight that I've been in the past four years. But again, when I'm not very disciplined and the candy corn, the just eating little bits and just letting letting myself just snack a little bit more on things, it creeps on. And so I feel back to the weight that I am comfortable in and my clothes feel better. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I... Love eating whatever I want and as much as I want. I love to eat a lot. <laughs> I like food too. It's it's a challenge. I just feel like for 47 years, I ate whatever I wanted, had a good life. And now for the next 53, I have to eat vegetables and chicken. Because you're living to 100. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, like, I have no good eating after, maybe like I could eat good again after 100. We can, we have popcorn. Popcorn. That's our, that's our treat. That's our treat. Yeah. Yeah. It is really hard for me because I do like to eat. I grew up with fast food. I like fast food and I like bread, but I also feel really big and bloated after I eat bread and pasta. And here's the thing with um, 75 hard. I felt like it goes well beyond the 21 day habit. It really, it really finishing it. It feels like I don't want to stop this. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's now my way of life. This is where I have to keep going. Like, it's almost like in my mind, I'm starting over. Like, mm-hmm. okay, here it goes. Day day one again, all over. Because I just has to have in my mind, like, I'm always working towards something just to be living a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend today, and I was telling her about the no cheat meals and, you know, the fact that I feel like if I had a piece of pizza, I'd fall off the bandwagon. I'd eat a whole pizza. 
almost like an alcoholic or drug addict or something. And she said, well, don't you feel like you could find like the ability to have one piece of pizza every once in a while? You have the ability to do that. I don't feel like I have that ability for whatever reason. Why, why do you think that is? I guess I, I envision, um, what I'll feel like. I guess I've, I've felt that way enough to where, um, I envision what I will feel like and how my clothes fit and all of those things. And I guess I feel like, okay, I need to stop. This is all I'm giving myself because um, when I step on the scale, um, that's, and some people don't care to weigh themselves. That for me is a gauge. Numbers matter to me. And I just, I like to look at a number. It helps mm-hmm. me know. Um, I just, I'm able to stop myself for the most part because it's self-control, but um, it, it just takes, I guess, mental strength, mm-hmm. but that's part of 75 hard, I feel like. Right. That really developed that in me. When I started creeping the weight back on, it's like, okay, I'm at 190. Oh, okay, I'm at 192. Oh, okay, a couple of days later, I'm at 194. Okay, well, it's only a couple pounds. It's only a couple pounds. It's only a couple pounds. 50 pounds later, it was only a couple pounds. Right, it creeps on. Oh, the food is so good. I Yeah, it's really hard. So I feel like I've got to stay on. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe I won't. I don't want, I want to. I, and here's, here's the difference. Here's the big difference. And I told the Inspiration Rising audience on a live Facebook um, video a while back when I was doing a five-day challenge. It was on one of the five-day things about getting through the COVID kind of quarantine deal was get your butt moving. Okay. That was one of the five things. And I said, I need to get my butt. It was right when I started walking. This was prior to 75 hours, I think. And I told them, and I know you don't listen to my Inspiration Rising podcast or the video, so I'll just tell you what I said. I do uh, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, I know. Um, so I said, I part of the get your butt moving was um, I feel embarrassed of my body. Like when I am bigger. And, you know, I don't know how this plays out because I've had people on the podcast that talk about self-love, love your body, no matter what it looks like. But as I got bigger, the um, less I felt confident about myself, I felt like, oh, my clothes don't fit so well. I feel like, oh, my gut's sticking out. Um, and I found that I spent an inordinate amount of time. I've never told you this. I've spent an inordinate amount of time thinking about how fat I was mm. like all the time I was like oh my gosh I'm so big oh my gosh I'm so fat oh my gosh I'm so ugly oh my gosh I don't feel good mm. and I felt like that all the time and so clothes obviously don't fit as well or they're different you know whatever um and the when we started 75 hard those thoughts began to evaporate mm. Even though my body had not changed yet, it was like just the the process of being active, mm-hmm. eating healthier. You know, it's like those thoughts. The mental clout just like starts to like. For whatever reason, it started to clear away. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, I do take two showers a day, one after each workout. And I look at myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still huge. But uh, I'm less huge than I used to be. And people that look at me will be like, you're still, you're pretty skinny overall. This is not about weight. I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about your husband, your partner, you know, whatever. I'm not talking about society. I'm talking about me, my life, what I like to feel like. So anyway, today I put on a jacket and it, I remember how kind of tight it had felt. And I'm like, whoa, this thing is really loose. Mm. after just, you know, a couple of months. Sure. And it just felt so much better. You yeah. know, it just felt better on my body the way it hung. I know that's a lot. Maybe that's, I'm crazy. But I think a lot of women that are listening perhaps could relate to having that thought process about our bodies. I'm not saying that it'll go away for you if you begin to focus on, you know, doing things that are more healthy. But for me... um. It, it, it began to evaporate. I don't know. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, it really does. Because um, I think get your body moving is it. It's so good for every part, not just for physically, but it is mentally amazing. It really does wonders for stress. It does wonders for just feeling depressed. 
it feel and it and it really does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of science in oh, terms yeah. of your your brain chemistry. Yeah. It's almost and, like we can't afford not to move our body. Yeah, like I mean, I when it's the school year as a teacher, it's stressful, and moving my body every morning um, sets me up to win mm-hmm. mentally. Now, for me, I you do a workout and then a walk. I have chosen. I did basically two really brisk walks. So, mm-hmm. I was walking basically five to six miles a day, mm-hmm. and we've kept that up the last couple of days. Um, and I I find that um, a big workout feels overwhelming to me, but I can walk really fast at about a fifteen to sixteen minute pace, which is pretty brisk. Yeah, it is. You can't even hardly keep up with me. I barely can. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to speed walk with you. <laughs> Trying to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I I enjoy, I just, like I said earlier, just, um, just lifting weights, um, doing uh, burpees and push-ups. That's just strength training. And that just helps um, for women as we get older to just mm-hmm. keep our muscles, our muscle mass going and not just getting so flabby. And it just helps to build strength and to keep the muscle and to feel strong because I want to feel strong. And um, and then just a little bit of walking. I started jump roping. That was something I put into my practice daily. And I kept bumping up the reps and um, I'm getting better. I'm getting better and I love it. And it's helped my cardio and all of that. So as a side note, listeners, you may have seen on Facebook one of these giant jump ropes. It's like huge. It's like a big, huge like rope that you'd kind of at a CrossFit gym, you'd flail into the air. And it's and it's designed to be a jump rope, though. So I looked at it. I was like, oh, it's like 100 bucks or something. I thought, I don't want to spend that. But I told you I should get you one. And then I saw it pop up on Facebook, and it was $25 or something. I thought, oh, my gosh, I got to get this. Mm-hmm. I ordered it. And it finally arrived maybe like three or four weeks later. It was, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm looking at it right now. How would you describe that thing? It's the puniest little rope. It's like, it was like handmade, like just like screws in the, with the wooden handles and... And it has leather wrapped around where the rope would hit in the middle of the, like when you're flailing it on the ground. It, I mean, it's I ordered so a, thin. It's so compared thin compared to what they showed in the. The picture was a giant, big, <laughs> thick, thick jump rope that you could barely flip around, and it would cause your muscles. Right. This company out of China just ripped me off for twenty five dollars, and so I contacted PayPal, and they refunded my money. <laughs> and I was the sucker that yeah. jumped in on it. So yeah, that was not a good idea. Um, Okay, so we are going to continue, I'm going to continue to do the twice a day, 45 minute sweaty walks. And I'll see if I can keep that up because I found that I really enjoy it. So we would walk, I would walk once in the morning around 6.45 or 7 a.m. And then my goal is to be done with work by 4 or 4.30 and then walk for 45 minutes again. Yeah. And you know, there's like, obviously, it's a perfect time right now with summer um, to be able to do that. But as it gets darker, it's going to be a little bit more challenging. Um, for me, we live in a cul-de-sac. So there's sometimes I in the dark, I'm walking the cul-de-sac because I really don't want to walk around in the dark all over the place. It feels a little bit sketchy and nerve wracking because I don't want coyotes to get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have coyotes. We do. Um, but the cul-de-sac, it's like I have to just figure it out because, you know, hey, doesn't I can't stop working out just because it's dark outside. So That could be a new regimen, coyote training. You're just like <laughs> running away from coyotes. <laughs> Believe me, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the no alcohol or cheat meals, we obviously we already talked about that. Um, take a progress picture. How did you feel about taking a progress picture every day? Um, I mean, it's, it's not horrible, but I did look back on, like, I put one side by side from like early on in there. And, um, someone asked me, oh my gosh, were you like, were you like sticking your belly out like before, like on like the first picture? Um, cause I showed, um, somebody. You and, showed somebody? <laughs> well, it was a family member. Okay. <laughs> and I said, they asked me if I was like, kind of like letting my whole like body sag out and I was like no this was really me this is me and then like the app like more like a week before we ended and side by side and this the last one is like my stomach was more muscly and it was fun to see it side by side Mm -hmm. daily 
eh, I don't know. I was just like, man, I have no makeup on. My hair's in a bun. It's like, oh my goodness gracious. I don't know how much I love taking pictures like that. I have a front photo and a side photo. I have 150 photos of myself on my phone. And I'm just praying that I don't lose my phone. I mean, that would just be... <laughs> somebody's going to be like, oh, this guy likes to take a lot of selfies. I'm going to put them online. You, you do know? need to do a side-by-side, though, from like early to... Uh, I want to... Yes, okay. I do. I want to see it. I want to see it. All right. Okay. Well... Okay. Uh, so I would take progress pictures. I would set my phone up in the window, flip it around. I would oftentimes take them in my underwear, but I try to do it from the you know waist up. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> I'm going to take your pictures of yourself in your underwear. Um, yeah, you really don't want to lose your phone. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Jeez. Uh, a gallon of water. Was that a lot for you? Um, you know... When I started taking Isogenics products and working out four years ago, that was also part because I would do challenges with um, a group of people, and that was part of it. But as a teacher, kindergarten teacher, can't leave the classroom, it's hard to drink a gallon of water and to not have to go to the bathroom every single minute and leave my class. It's hard. Um, but it's 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 not been that hard, but... Um, I have to just know, like, I have to keep it up no matter what. I have to have someone watch my class because it's, yes, you do go to the bathroom a lot. You do. And, I and do. You have a you have a, uh, what do you call that thing? I have a Hydro Flask. Hydro Flask. 40 fancy. ounces. So for me, I guess it's helpful to go, okay, I need to drink three of these a day. Three of those a day. Yeah. yeah. And I just drink all kinds of stuff right. all the time. I can, be, I meet, I meet the gallon. Like I meet the gallon, like at, by the end of the day, you seem to go like way over probably two gallons, but I... I go to the bathroom constantly. You're right. It's it's very, yeah, it's a lot. It's intense. How can I drink a two liter of Diet Dr. Pepper during the day and like never go to the bathroom? That's, that's scary. See? <laughs> that, that's scary. Never go to the bathroom with a two liter. Okay, maybe I go once. Oh, my gosh. My insides are just like coated with Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Dave Trotter, sponsored by Diet Dr. Pepper and his guts. Um <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the 10 pages of reading. So I have my giant stack of books next to me that I have read. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Where are yours? Well, they're, um, they're on my phone. I wrote them down because I lent one, book, lent one book out. Okay, and Andy Fursella says, Fursella says that you are supposed to read the book in a physical book so that you can feel the satisfaction of going, you know, making progress um, but one of your books was on the Kindle, so technically you didn't even do the 75 hard. Yes, I did. It was sold out in print, so I had, and I wanted to read it. You could have chosen another book. No, this was important to me. I'm going to call Andy, and I bet he's going to deal, like, say, deny, deny, you, you are not failed. 75 worthy. Failed. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll do a few of my books, then you do yours, because I read more than you. Yeah, you did. Um, so the first book that I read um, is called, and we'll have links to these in the show notes, The Magic of Thinking Big, Acquire the Secrets of Success, Achieve Everything You've Always Wanted, Personal Property, Financial Secret, Security, Power and Influence, Either Jobs, satisfying, satisfying Relationships, A Rewarding and Enjoyable Life. That is the longest subtitle Good ever. Grief. It's by David Schwartz, PhD. It's an old uh, book, was written a long time ago. And this book... Um, was uh, very inspirational. It was, um, I liked it. I mean, this, if you want to think big about your life, this is one of the top books that I would recommend. I really found myself feeling stretched and, you know, like, let's go for it. Awesome. You know what? There's another book that I did not, that I don't have in my stack, which is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Wow. I also read that. You're, oh, that's a lot of books. That book was very challenging to my mind. I also read, uh, because I, you know, I grew up in a wonderful home, more of a middle class, wasn't thinking big or entrepreneurial, and now I'm trying to stretch my brain hmm. to think bigger about awesome. how I can make a difference in the world, how I can utilize my mind to increase financial growth hmm. in our lives. The other book that I read was The Education of Millionaires, Everything You Won't Learn in College About How to Be Successful by Michael Ellsberg. Mm. And he basically, the whole point of the book is you don't have to go to college in order to be successful. And Don't share that with Emerson. No, I'm not. I okay, will not good. share this with our son. Um, yeah. I mean, if he can be, if he can become a millionaire before he graduates high school. Which is in three months. Yeah. Then we'll let him not go to college. Okay. Um, so uh, anyway... 
you know, this book, I would say it's for maybe a parent of somebody who's, you know, maybe a younger kid. You're thinking about, do I really need to help my kid go into the college mode? I would think it would be for teenagers who are thinking, do I want to be more entrepreneurial? Hmm. Okay. All right. Those are my first three books. What would you okay. read? Um, the first book I read was, um, Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire by Jen Hatmaker that had just come out when we started it. And that was amazing. It just talks about how just her life and who, um, she's just been like more free to be herself and finding her voice and encouraging women to do that. And, um, being fiery in this world and just Mm -hmm. knowing your place and, and knowing who you are. So it's an amazing book. That was really good. I know someone who knows Jen Hatmaker. Awesome. Thanks for name dropping. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the other book, another book I read was um, So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Oluo. Um, that's been a passion of mine in the past several months as things have just progressed in our society. And I'm interested in learning. So um, that was a very interesting book about just just things schooling us folks about uh, us white folks about things and about just her perspective on life and how she's um, just her experiences. So that's been really, that was really good. Did you spell folks when you just said that as F L O X? What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay. <laughs> if you don't know how to spell folks, it's now F L O X. It's very inclusive. We just said it that way, both of us. Um, okay. And I only have two other books. So maybe you want to go? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the other book I just finished, I think a week ago, about a week ago, was called, um, Walking the Bridgeless, Bridgeless Canyon, uh, repairing, this is the subtitle, repairing the breach between the church and the LGBT, but now it's Q, a community by Kathy Baldock. I'll let you borrow that book. It's mine. Yes, it is yours. Um, it was, I think it was published in 2003. 13, I believe. So uh, that uh, rocked my world as well, just stretching my brain from just where I was raised and how I um, believed and just um, she had a similar upbringing. So for me to just be stretched in that way, that was really good. Mm -hmm. Last book. Last book. You Um, read big books. I read smaller books. uh, Yeah, that was a very long book, like almost 500 pages. Um, And then the one I'm currently on is I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness by Austin Channing Brown. Very good book as well, sharing just her experience and what it looks like to have the predominantly white culture and her living and finding her way in that and what it looks like. And it's just so interesting because Mm -hmm. I've not I was not raised in a diverse um, society, and just it's just opening my eyes, and I want to learn, and I want to be aware. Mm-hmm. So, didn't you also read or listen to White Fragility? I did. I listened on Audible. That White, doesn't count, but White, okay, it does not count. That's why I didn't yeah. bring it up. But I did listen to White Fragility, and I'm also listening to the new Jim Crow um, currently um, on Audible. I've not heard of that. So, yes. Okay. Do you know who that's by? I do not. Okay. But I can look it up. All right, you ready for my next ready. four? Ready. <laughs> I also read a book called Priestess, Ancient Spiritual Wisdom for Modern Sacred Women by Julie Parker. Okay. Because I'm a modern sacred woman. Okay. I interviewed Julie Parker on the Inspiration Rising podcast, and she interviewed me on her podcast. I think it's called the Priestess Podcast. Anyway, this is a brand new book for her. It came from Australia. I've never bought a book from, like, Straight up came like overseas. It wasn't on Amazon at the time. And wow, this was really eye-opening about the way in which our world has valued priestesses or sacred women through the ages Hmm. and how sacred women have played an important role and how with the rise of Christendom, kind of um, those leaders of Christianity rooted out those individuals. And she just goes through all of these different ways that sacred women can play a role in life. And uh, I found it really interesting. Once Hmm. again, stretching my brain. Mm -hmm. I asked her if I could be a priestess on, like, my interview with her. And she said, hmm, let me think about that. She said, no, I could not. Um, Yeah. Uh, Another book that I read by Michael Hyatt called Free to Focus, A Total Productivity System to Achieve More by Doing Less – and I love Michael Hyatt. He is, uh, I just, uh, I just want to cuddle with him. 
I know oh, that sounds a little goodness. weird. Sorry. Uh, I just, he, he has just a way of breaking things down. It's simple. I like it. He's all about productivity and effectiveness. And it's just, yeah, he's just amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. It just, if you want to be more productive, this is a great way that it's not about doing more. It's actually doing less and being focused in the okay. process. Loved it. And then I read an older book. Um, and it comes with an accompanying workbook. I'm actually halfway through the, with the book. I've read the workbook completely, and it came out in 1988. That's oh, an oldie. It's an oldie, but a goodie, called Spin Selling. Situation, problem, implication, need, payoff. The best validated sales method available today. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's by Neil Rackham, and it's all about the process of selling um, and the questions that you ask in the sales process. Mm. And I'm trying to just expand my mind on how I communicate the value of the things that, you know, I offer and the things that I do. Mm -hmm. I think we've got some themes here. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, You're all about like social issues. Yes, I am. I am. Uh, I'd like to point out that I have uh, produced and directed four feature films on social justice issues. That is true. And I, you know, feel like I need to read books in another area. Okay, because you're an expert. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, that's for sure. (laughs) No, I just, uh, you know, I'm focusing a bit more on some business stuff and thinking through productivity and sales and priestesses. Yes. You know. Yeah. Like you do. Like you do. Um. Have you ever read my book, Empowered to Rise? I don't think you have. I would just suggest maybe that's a good book for you to read. Okay, you know, I've uh, got a copy here. I could sign it for you okay. if you're interested. It's called Empowered to Rise, The Secret to Embracing Your True Identity, Uncovering I, Your Superpowers, and Bringing Your Inspiration to the World. It's a shorty, but a goodie. I'll have to. Um, I'll put that to my on my list. 130 pages here. I could do um, that. You could read that in 13, 14 days. 13, 14 days. 10 yeah, pages I'm just a day. saying you haven't even read my book. Sorry, I kind of know your life. Oh, my goodness. I know you. Yes. Uh, 26 years of marriage. I know, but I just okay, feel like, Okay, okay, I know, I know. If you want to okay. support me. Okay. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign you a copy. Right. Okay, so um, that's it. 75 hard. So what now? What are we doing now? Well, I am thinking, I know there are other, like, Next phases of 75 hard. So you've told me. I need to research it. Phase one, two, and three. Phase one, two, and three. Andy Frisella, if you are uh, listening, why did you name 75 hard and then the next thing is phase one? Come on. <laughs> Confusing. Um, I think that for me, I'm going to just, in my mind, we finished a few days ago. I'm back on like day... I'm starting over. That's, but I'm still like 75 hard again. Like so it's you're on phase do what, one. day three or something? Day three, yes. Yeah. 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 So phase one, if you're not familiar, and Andy Forselli has never put this in print, it's only an audio format that is not very succinct. It is 75 hard plus uh, 10 minutes of active visualization, visualizing like a positive future or whatever. A, this is only for 30 days, by the way. So it's all the original stuff, mm. the, all the 60 things, six, Six, Six things, things in uh, 30 days, and it's 10 minutes of active visualization, a cold shower every day for 30 days, and three items on your power list. And he defines a power list as something that you don't have currently integrated into your life that you would want to integrate that would take your life to the next level, a powerful next thing that you would do every single day. So, so are you I, doing it? I have not started yet. Um but I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I've actually taken a cold shower the last two days. Oh. And our water does not get cold. Oh, it just stays warm? No, it's not warm, but it's not like freezing. freezing. It's not like ice. No, cold. it's not that bad. Oh. I feel okay. like I'm cheating. Ah, uh, well. But it's, I mean, it's cool. It makes me nipply. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess you could pour ice in the um, in the bath and like lay in the bath. Yeah, but he said shower. Oh, uh, okay. Well. Maybe I could just like rub... You know, ice on my body or something while I'm in there. That would count. (laughs) I haven't started yet, but I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking that that would be a good next step for me. Okay. So, okay. So um, last question. 
What is the number one thing? I have not prepared you for this. What is the number one thing that you would say you gained by doing 75 art other than a better relationship with me? We, I know. It was fun to walk with you. We've I, walked a lot walked of miles a lot, together. a lot of miles together. Um, I think um, I, I do like to read, but that's sometimes if, I, if I'm tired, I just go, oh, I'll, I'll read when I really feel like I'm in the mood. And I think this, it was, it's just a practice. I actually would do it the first thing when I, my alarm would go off. I'd flip the light on or do my book light and read it. And it, it just, it's like in my head. Like I, I'm reading. And I think um, I don't want to put it off. Like it's good to learn things always. And just the nonfiction has been so good for me just to like put it into practice. So I love that. I'm, I'm not going to stop because I just want to keep learning. I would say that all of them do feel like, okay, this is my new normal. And if I went back, if I stopped doing some of these things, I feel like I would miss out on something. So even two 45-minute walks, that's a lot. I mean, that's, it's almost 10% of your day. Yeah. Maybe it's 8%. I have to do the math. Um, But I feel so much better having done it. It is a lot of work. It is just putting in that time. But what am I going to do during that 45 minutes? Sit and scroll, sit and veg out, sit and... You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. good. And you can listen to a podcast or if you go with somebody that you know, you just you talk and decompress and it actually is so good. Or talk on the phone to somebody. Talk on the phone. You've done that. And then you walk more. Yeah. <laughs> I end up you know, walking, walking an hour. Yeah. I'm like, I got to stop this conversation. Right. I got to quit walking. I'm dying here. You're twofold. You've had connection and you've, you know, walked and it's good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, would you recommend 75 hour to anybody? I would. It's doable. It's hard. It is hard. It takes grit, mental grit, but that's what it's supposed to do. It has to be a sacrifice of your time um, and just being committed to all of it, just everything, every day. My legs were so sore. The first. And tight the first like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And now it's no big deal. You're good. Yeah, I'm loosened good. up. Yeah, and I've started. You know, I'll run some in the midst of it, but I, you know, I ran in cross country in high school and track and all that stuff. I ran enough. I don't need to run more. I think it just sets you set. It set me on a trajectory of wanting to just keep going instead of just like, okay, great, I've hit my seventy five. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I, I want to keep going. Right. And even if it's not calling a seventy five hard, I'm just doing. I'm practicing that in my life, and because that's how I feel my best. Mm-hmm. When I've shared it with someone, some people go, oh, that's not that big a deal. Well, it's not that big a deal the first couple days. Right. And then after that, you're going, I got to do this every day for 75 days? Especially the afternoon walk. It's like, oh, oh. wow, tired. Yeah. I, or some nights, like one night, you remember that night I was walking at 10 p.m. and you called me? You're like, are you okay? I'm like, just still walking because I had to get it in. I had all this stuff going on. I can't, I don't want, we were already on like day 60 something. I'm like, I have to walk. And you're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm in the cul-de-sac walking. Yeah. I love how Andy says, if you can do it one day, you can do it 75 days, but it does require mental tenacity. And there's no outline of what the 45 minute workout is. Mm -mm. I'm just walking, but I'm sweating after a very brisk walk. So, you know, I do love that. I feel like I'm more, mentally tough having gone through this and physically I'm in better shape for sure, Mm -hmm. but I'm more mentally tough. Sure. And these are hard times right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're in hard times. And so I think just staying strong because there's a lot of ups and downs, how I feel just in my career as a teacher, what am I doing? Distance learning, am I all of those things. And, um, just to have like a decompression of just going to walk and, eating healthy, it keeps me in a good, healthy mental place. Mm -hmm. I would say for those of you who are listening and you're thinking about this, I would encourage you to check it out. We'll put the link to the podcast of where he talks it through. Um, There's a lot of F words and all kinds of stuff. So just kind of make your way through that if that's not your style. But uh, it, it really is challenging because so many things that we come up against in life, whether it be marriage, parenting, starting a business, having a challenging relationship in the workplace, wanting to do something with your health and fitness, the thing that ends up short-circuiting us is a lack of grit or tenacity because we come up against something hard and go, I don't really feel like it. 
I don't really feel like having that conversation. I don't really feel like forgiving. I don't really feel like pushing through on that, you know, this meal or this exercise, or I don't feel like having that conversation with my kid. You know, I just want to let, let things be easy. And when you do challenging things, you end up getting amazing results. I've done some pretty challenging things, I feel like, in my life. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a challenging life. I think feel like I've had a pretty easy life. But projects that I've taken on have been pretty big and challenging. So I like building even more tenacity in myself because, you know, I want to do big things in the world. And in order for that to happen, that means I've got to have tenacity because it's not necessarily always going to flow. There's going to be challenges that come up. And this is just one more program, one more way to help develop at that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Grit. Yes. Grit is important. And I think we all need more of it, even in just like our kids today. Like I tell my own students, you can do hard things. If I tell them that, and then I have to live that out. So, because they sometimes want to give up so easily. I mean, I know they're five, but still I tell them you can do hard things. You got this. I have to live it out. So mm-hmm. it's important. All right. Hey, if this has been beneficial, this conversation, beneficial or inspiring in any way, feel free to share it with a friend. You can tell them to go to insporising.com slash 75 hard or just search on your favorite podcast app for Inspiration Rising. Of course, you can swipe up in the show notes and check out all the links to the podcast episode with Andy Frisella and the books that Laura and I have read. I think you will enjoy many of those. All right. Hey, you can do hard things. Am I right? We can do hard things. You can do hard things. Yes. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor. Share it with a friend. Take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app, and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.